0: What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of The Girls' Room. I have Sam and Taylor and a very special guest who requested on his live stream, Justin Pinnick is our co-host and, I guess, producer. Hello. Welcome.
1: Hello, everyone. How are you? Great. How are you? I'm really good. I'm really good. I'm I'm honored to be here. Mm-hmm. I'm honored to be here. This has been like a running joke that I guess I've joked about it so many times it's not a joke anymore, but- <laughs> I, I desperately want to produce this show. Number one, like who I am. I, I I'm a I, I do Talking Giants. Um, and then I also I take a lot of pride in also being the editor and producer of Talking Giants. Which mm-hmm. there's not a lot of shows. Pax, you're in that life now. Yep. There's not a lot of shows in this company that are left over that have yes. their creator slash co-hosts that are also producing, editing, et cetera, et cetera. So I take a lot of pride in that. Um, and basically I've done maybe close to a thousand podcast episodes. Um, like in, in my life, and most of them. I've edited and I produced, or at least I've, I've done the audio on. So I take a lot of pride in that. But why, why I want to produce The Girls Room.
0: Yep, please.
1: I respect the three of you so much. I, I don't, I don't know any of you personally, and I don't, <laughs> and I don't know any of the, the stories that you have in terms of your journeys kind of leading up to here per se, but just seeing the progression and the growth that the three of you have had just in the company, Taylor, you know, you came in as a social media person, but now you're like one of the head honchos. Let's so say you and Kyle are the two like head honchos of social media. That's how at least I interpret it. Mm-hmm. Thank yes. you. That's true. Paxton, you, you are one of the first creators that we've had that isn't necessarily tied to uh, a brand or not necessarily tied to a property. Let's just say, but you're a creator, and that's so necessary because part of part of what I want to do today is want to have a conversation on where John Boy Media is going. Yeah. Um, and I think where John Boy Media is going is not necessarily being so property tied and show tied but kind of just being creators together Mm -hmm. and you were like one of the first persons to lead that effort I guess even without you knowing it at the time when you're coming on and Sam (laughs) coming from directing that Bronx office and making sure that Jimmy and Jake were where they were supposed to be when they were supposed to be and kind of like your start and then you built basically built this office and now you're like one of the two heads of content you and Maddie Mass so I respect just the overall growth of the three of you in this room and now you have a show together. And yeah. still, hey, I know John Boy Media is headed to a different direction. I know, I know content just in general is headed towards a different direction and straying away from long-form content, but I still love long-form content i still love you know podcast shows and stuff like that so i'm very thankful to be here and that's why i want to produce the girls room and i don't even want to be <laughs> on camera
2: an application like <laughs> that was literally a, that was an insane elevator pitch <laughs> honestly yeah.
0: he he came in like guns blazing gonna get it off that the was top phenomenal. we're honored thanks to have you here yes yeah, thank so you so nice so nice of you to say um we always start every episode off with talking about what we did this past weekend mm. Um, oh, y- yours unfortunately <laughs> was a little um not great. But what did you do this weekend, Penny?
1: This past weekend, uh, we hosted a a watch party at Billy's where yeah. we had a couple hundred people. Um, at Which, Billy's, might
0: I
3: say that yeah. is an insanely incredible feat. Oh, yeah. so you know, three hundred tickets in less than a week is. It was like four days, and yeah, then we literally,
1: and then we were able to bump it up like, like the day of. Billy's I was
3: know. like Billy's was like fuck it's Elmore. We were able to bump it up. You guys lost, but that's. Like, that should not be lost on you. People showed up at the door. Paid at Insanity. the door. Yeah.
2: Like, absolutely. Like- Maddie Mass was, like, taking cash like yeah. a bouncer. <laughs> <laughs> like a bouncer at the door. Like, That's crazy. Never forget that.
1: No, and really, the the times and in, in content, like, the times that I really appreciate and I uh, savor the most is when we do stuff with our community. Yeah. It's when we have our tailgates. It's when we have um our, our events whether it's at like our fan fest every single year you know leading up to training camp in the month of august the giants do like a fan fest um anytime that we're able to do something with our community like even something that like one of the, my best memories of 2022 is bobby and i we went to charlotte motor speedway the friday of memorial day weekend and we just said we're going to record a talk of giants podcast we had like 20 people show up to a nascar friday night truck race, the weekend of Memorial Day weekend in North Carolina, Charlotte, North Carolina, and we had, like, 20 people show up to that event. And that was, like, that's so awesome that, you know, no matter where we go, where we are, when it is, where it is, that people are going to show up and, you know, we're going to be able to, you know, enjoy whatever we're doing together. So um, that these past two weekends, particularly at Mr. Purple, it was two weeks ago when we when we beat the Vikings, uh, that was much more of a fun environment just because the game was better and we won, and that was you were more packed in that yeah. space, even though it was tighter and I'm sure some people were uncomfortable, but just having that fan, more of a fan atmosphere, mm-hmm. all being together, all watching together. And also having so many John Boy, I think there were like 30, you know, maybe yeah. 20, 30 John Boy Media yeah, people there, people. too. Which yeah. that, that meant just as much to me, too, you know, having the, the John Boy Media employees there. I know we're going to talk about me, you know, me being a, non, a non-baseball a non creator um, and one of the first non-baseball creators. And that was such a huge moment for me to have all those John Boy media people there we were able to celebrate and celebrate the community that Talking Giants has and also it's, it's the John Boy media community too mm-hmm. for sure yeah
0: so not great weekend but a great weekend kind of
1: yeah time that I'm that we're able to do something for our community members is is a great time it's I don't care win. I don't care what happens with the Giants it's
0: mm-hmm.
3: a win yeah Sam what about you Um, I had a great weekend. I went back to Canada. Woohoo. Snow. Yes, I saw snow, (laughs) which was so great. Um, I went ice skating. I went to a cool spa. I went bowling. Mm.
1: Didn't Didn't um, talk about that. I I
3: didn't do well. (laughs) That's okay. I, I don't think I was at a place to even use your tips.
1: I did give you tips. Yes. Did you look at the arrows and not the pins?
3: Um, no. <laughs> I, I remember you said something about arrows, but I forgot. But I did use your one. Uh, if I'm trying to get a pin on the right, I I aim left. Did it work? Um, I went right down the middle.
0: <laughs> so okay. no. I so but no. I tried
3: did not. That's what I'm saying. I'm not even like good enough to use those yet. Okay. Um, but it was helpful nonetheless um and yeah then we just hung out had a good time watched some hockey um it was really nice i had a heck of a time getting home but i did just a day later um but yeah a really a really great weekend
0: i told sam this the picture that she posted mm-hmm. ice skating quite possibly it was like one of like the best pictures i've thing. seen in a while yeah like
2: glowing so cute just cute, literally glowing, glowing
0: like mm. hair looked great like which tall. which then prompted me
2: to go to sam's instagram and then scroll through her photos to see <laughs> same how good she just how photogenic she is i did this for 30 minutes same
0: i went down wow. the sam rabbit hole and i was like, just on sam's instagram this?
1: what are you unlocking what do you what do you unlock would you take a photo take a photo
2: not i
3: don't i don't think i'm guys you know out of anyone i blink it she every blinks in every she photo. I that's true she I does, that does blink in every photo makes yeah. me unphotogenic no, that's not your fault. No. It's not. It's my mom's fault. <laughs> um, <laughs> Perfect. Oh, it's that's hereditary. Yeah. It's hereditary.
0: Um, yeah, no. But thank you. That's nice. Such a cool yeah. picture. Great Thanks. picture. Taylor, what about you? How was your weekend? Um, good.
2: I was at the event. Mm. Um Yeah, which like you were everything you said. I mean, it's also so nice for us to see something so great for you guys. Yeah. Like the yeah. rest of us are just as happy as you are. Yes. Um, so yeah, that was fun. And then I don't know what I did. What was that? Saturday? Sunday mm-hmm. my car broke and I fixed it. Oh, which like I felt that's really awesome. good about.
0: Add it to the resume.
2: Thank you. Um yeah, I did nothing on Sunday. I've yeah. just How's been your like your first week of living. Yeah, I've just been like trying to figure out where things are. Like I went and got some like last minute stuff. I really like it so far. Um yeah. Just like I don't know where anything is. So like yeah. I'm like uh, yeah. gas station. Like everything I'm putting everything in yeah. my phone because yeah. I just don't know where anything know is. Picture. But uh so far so good. All my friends from home are coming up this weekend. Nice. It's my roommate's oh, birthday, yeah. and so they're all going to see the apartment and hang. So I loved your fun.
1: question. What's 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 been your your first week of living?
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was, yeah, that's yeah. fantastic <laughs>
1: question. Oh, I I forgot this detail of my weekend because I. Wanted to forget it. Did you see my tweets that I was stuck in the Bronx office for the entire <gasps> I night? I saw
2: this. Yeah.
1: Wait, what? So I yes. parked I parked at a parking garage, which that mis- mistake number one, um, you know, yes. r- rookie mistakes of going to the Bronx office is you try just try and find street parking. Try yeah. and find street parking. I, I had equipment and I was like, I had stuff. And I was like, I right, let me just park in a parking garage. It says 24-7, seven days a week. Let's do it. So it's 3 a.m. Episodes out on podcast apps. It's all scheduled on YouTube. All right, I'm going home. I'm going to my bed. Because if they won, it would have been, you know, we would have had to rewatch the game. I would have, t- you know, taken notes on stats. And we literally probably we would have been just like recording at like 2, 2, 2 3 a.m. because that's how psychotic we are. So I parked at the parking garage. Walking back, everything is locked. Everything is locked. And there was a good moment where I'm like, I'm gonna get a rock, and I'm gonna, <laughs> I, I'm gonna, get, I'm gonna get in this parking garage, and I, I like, I want the cops to come. Like, I, I need help getting yeah. out of here. Are you going you to get I out a, of here? You, you know, know what, cops? So yeah, roll up. So yeah, please. Like, if an alarm goes off, come here. I need to get out of this oh garage. Whether you take me out or I drive <laughs> yeah, out, yeah. I, I need to get out. So I went back to the Bronx office, and I even took a few videos of myself, just totally delusional. Like oh. six six thirty eight a.m. I just. walked <laughs> I think watched that's a video, to a few people. yeah. Well, I joined. I feel like a small but elite crew yeah. of people yeah. that were stuck <laughs> at the Bronx office overnight. Uh, so yeah. I joined the. I joined the that's crew. So true. That was my weekend.
0: Yeah, that's great. That's... I haven't been to the Bronx office. <laughs> ever. Don't. Well, Don't. I'm me neither. F- I'm so glad. I was
3: about to also have that studio wiped out because we're almost done with that. And I'm glad. We didn't.
1: I, I, I will. I, I think it's all right if we do that. Oh yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. Oh, we are. I mean, That'd our lease right is up next month, February, March. But mm, we're we nice.
1: have one. Maybe I'll be the last. The last effort.
0: Unless Joe's goes and randomly Last episode. does something there, which is
1: Pinstripe possible, strong. But... All right, get one more episode in Joe's. Yeah.
0: But um, I didn't do anything outside of what you guys did, literally. <laughs> I was at the event. so And I did nothing on Friday or Saturday or Sunday. Good for you. <laughs> like it, I just kind of did nothing. Are and we, I was so happy about
1: it. Are we getting to that point where if we do nothing, it's like, wow, good for you. It's a win. Yeah.
0: It's oh, yeah. Good for I've always you. been that. Yeah. Because yeah, the weekend before, I did something every single night. And so I was like, we need a, we need to balance mm-hmm. that yeah. out. So, great. Everyone had good weekends outside of the loss. Sam went to Canada. We love that. Um, Pinnock, we wanted to kind of just interview you. Figure yep. out who you are, what you do, why you're here, everything. We want to know the details. So How, did, how did Talking Giants start? Yeah. yeah. The, the yeah. mystery no of all knows. mysteries. All the things. So let's start with, who are you, Justin Pinnock? Mm. And how... Like, why are you here?
1: Want to know my middle name?
0: Yeah, yeah. should we try to guess? What's try
1: and guess. With... Uh, I just
2: <laughs> <laughs> that was that was. Oh wait, I'm not gonna say. that no. was that was a. No, no, that, no, that was can't. a moment
1: that was alluding to a piece of content that's not <laughs> coming out yet.
2: Kyle?
1: Yeah, it's Kyle. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's. it's... <laughs> <laughs> does okay, anyone does anyone Kyle call Bennett? you JP?
1: The, uh, some people do cuz i yeah. feel like that's
2: such a good nickname yeah. that is a good nickname yeah kyle wow.
1: some some people some people have flown between uh, Jim called me Justin on morning. I was listening to morning where um, I've been listening to morning because simply that's where I find th- things out about the company sometimes.
2: Yeah, yeah <laughs> same. <I'm laughs> I've come to realize
0: is that, that. Is that.
1: Is that what is that yeah. Jim's plan that he wants? He wants you know people to listen to morning to I so his employees tune in have to find for out for
0: that <laughs> reason. Yeah.
1: No, no, but uh, he called me Justin. I was like, who is that? Um, I go by I go by Panic. I go by Justin. Some people call me JJP. Um, one of my family members, uh, she's very very small um you know what she's she's like
2: young or physically small like
1: both okay both okay and one of my mom's best friends calls me justin kyle so then she starts calling me kyle so uh, there's a there's like a quarter of my family that calls me kyle so that i go by my middle name so if you call me kyle I, i will turn around yeah i'm i'm from jersey um i i I live and die by New Jersey. I love New Jersey so much. It's the greatest state in the world. I'm doing this thing. You see I'm doing this mm-hmm. thing with the desk? I've been doing it the do whole it, time. I'm, doing it, I'm <laughs> doing it the whole time. i got to stop. I love, I love New Jersey so much. Mo- moved around a decent amount in my life, but it's been kind of just centralized in, in like two counties, which has been nice. So I'll, I'll just uh, – my, my life is my job. Like, it, it really is. And, like, where, where I, like, if you want to know who I am, it really is, like, th- this This job has been my life. Because I'm always, and I'm still in this state of, I feel like I have something to prove. I feel like I have yeah. something to prove. Cause I was a criminal justice major at St. Joe's in Philly. Wait, really? Yeah. And I got a little too invested in starting a Giants podcast. Uh, and I did it on my own. It was called Bleeding Blue. And then I was asked to join Talking Giants at the start of the 2020, at the start of the 2020 year, not the 2020 season. So at the end of 2019, um, I was in the fall semester of my senior year and I get asked, do you want to join? By
2: Bobby?
1: By Bobby, okay. yeah. How and- did you guys get connected? He, I didn't know this, but I guess he was scouting a lot of people for mm. a, for a long time. So we became friendly throughout the 2019 season. I was really trying to hit it hard, grind it hard with Bleeding Blue. You know, we were doing two shows a week. I wanted to do more, but you know, co- college was just a pain in the ass. I had a big like senior thesis that I was working on for like three years. Um, I, I was I was in, very invested in in criminal justice, but like I said, I just started spending a little too much time on this hobby. And yeah. I'm glad I spent a lot of time on that hobby. So Bobby asked me towards the end of the 2019 season. We became friends not knowing that, okay, maybe you're scouting me. Right. I, I, I didn't know that. Yeah. I just thought, oh, this, this this dude who works for John Boy Media, and I love John Boy Media. Uh, I, I'm going to keep this connection. This is a great mm-hmm. connection to have. Um, and then I started at the beginning of 2020. So Bobby
3: was already doing Talking Giants with John Boy Media, and then
1: he yeah. asked you. Okay. Yeah. So Interesting. The, the first season of Talking Giants is with Danny King, who's still part of what we do. Uh, Danny King and Bobby Skinner, those two guys. Um, and then I joined at the beginning of 2020. But why – I feel like I, I love telling the story of why I started podcasting, doing content just, just in general. Uh, in 2017, I left a voicemail on Talking Yanks. And I said, Jacoby Ellsbury is a really bad guy because it's guys like Chase Headley that have to be cut from the team because Jacoby Ellsbury won't lift his, his no-trade clause. And then Jim – you know, John Boy. You know, he he commented on my presence and tone as a caller, and I was I was a, I was a fan of them. And the fact that I, I got that compliment, it led me. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna. I'm gonna start something.
0: That planted oh, a seed in your
2: gosh. brain. Oh my gosh! I am that gonna That's that crazy. Verse, I'm
1: gonna I'm gonna start something. So I, I have it in like my Snapchat memory somewhere. it's it's somewhere in, in my yeah, phone. I have it the it. got go. it. It's
2: gotta exist on a talking yanks
1: episode. I'm sure I listened to
2: it like at the time.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. So, cool. so then 2018, June of 2018, I roll out my first episode. The, it was Jake was in Colorado. Jim might have still been in California. So then that summer. You know, because I think they were going throughout 2017, 2018. Mm-hmm. They came to Yankee Stadium that summer, and then I, I met them. And there's, like, a picture of Jake and Jimmy are on, like, two steps higher because they yeah. didn't like to appear short in pictures. And then I was, like, a t- like two steps below. Her. So, then I, you know, we we took a picture together in 2018. And then I, I, I've kind of... I was always very. I don't want to ask for things. I, I would just ask yeah. for advice. I would ask for advice on tech, how to sound good, how to look good, et cetera, et cetera. Maybe like social media stuff, how to how to roll that out. But I kind of kept it at a distance because it's like, well, that's John Boy. That's that's John mm-hmm. Boy. You know, he he's killing it. He's doing what he's got to yeah. do. Um, you know, and, and I just admired him and I looked up to him. And then uh, lo and behold, it, it became you know 2020. I I worked for free in in 2020. Um, I graduated school in May of 2020, and then I figured out. It's like, all right, well, am I gonna, am I gonna pursue this as a full time job, or am I gonna go into criminal justice? I worked for a year at my alma mater, St. Peter's Prep. I didn't feel like I was fully ready at that point to ask them for a full time job. Talking Giants was doing all right, but it wasn't at a point where it's like, all right, you you deserve. I I don't. I didn't think I deserved at the time a full time salary. So I worked at St. Peter's Prep for a year in like the IEP resource room. Mm-hmm. I really loved that. I really enjoyed that. Um, there's even parts of it where. I, I, I miss it at times. I kind of like the idea of being like an educator and, yeah. you know, he, and helping out kids and stuff like that. I love editing essays. I love editing and producing again. It's like, <laughs> there's something about it. I just like fixing things. Yeah. So I worked for there for an entire year and then I kind of just went, it's like, Hey, I applied for a job at St. Peter's prep. Didn't get it. So then I just kind of went to Jim and Jake and be like, uh, I'm, I'm here. I'm here. You know, will, will you hire me full time? And then since July of 2021, I have been full time at John Boy Media.
0: So how how long was Talking Giants with John Boy Media before you joined?
1: So 2019.
0: That was the first season. Yeah,
1: but you know what's crazy? Bobby asked to join Talking Giants slash John Boy Media. So it used to be called the Giants Nation podcast. They were under Wegrin Sports, which is like another which is like another network. And Bobby interviewed. Jimmy and Jake for a show that he was doing at the time called Simple Man Radio for like the Yankee playoff run. Mm -hmm. And this was all kind of happening before the whole Astros thing. Um, The Astros thing kind of breaks over the offseason. Bobby asked to join, you know, hey, can I just start a Giants podcast under your umbrella? I don't even know if it was John Boy Media yet, but they had a talk in Yanks. So then, hey, let's just kind of – we could just can we just make a talk in Giants and I'll be under your umbrella? Mm-hmm. If Bobby asks maybe if it's a few months or if it's a few weeks, whatever, if he asks to join like a few weeks later, I don't even think – they may not even do it. They may not even do it because that Astros thing kind of blew up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then obviously, you know, wow. uh, Jimmy, Jimmy says it's the – savages in the box that kind of sent the company on an upward on on an upward uh trend but i mean i think i think nationally people recognize the astros as kind of what also put the company Mm -hmm. on an upward trend too so maybe if he asked if bobby asked like a couple months later who knows if talking giants is even part of john boy media
0: is there still a part of you that like thinks about the criminal justice side of things you do you find yourself trying to implement things that you learned and did then now into what you're doing
1: well I. I don't regret, I and I will never regret, like my my path. Like, oh, maybe I should have done broadcasting, journalism, communications. I I don't regret it because the way that I learned, as a college student, as an undergrad, and the way that I worked, it provided me the the, the frame at which and how I work right now. Like it was it was ta- It was harder. It was more difficult to be a criminal justice student and also who had a giant show, who's trying to grow on social media, and who's trying to grow, you know, whatever whatever platform I'm working on. So it became harder, but um, really it was just the, the way that I work. Yeah. What is what is helpful, though, is uh anytime anybody gets arrested. That's where Because you understand. That's where my education goes in. So DeAndre Baker, I don't know if anybody knows who this is. He was a first-round pick of the Giants in 2019. He gets arrested during the 2020 offseason, and that's my first year. And I'm, oh. like, I'm like, I'm in this. Got this. We streamed his bond hearing. I don't know. <laughs> we, we did, we did some things. We did some, you know, you know, like literally one of our phrases is like culture of violence. Yes. Yeah. You know, is that something that maybe Jim and Jake like? I don't know. But like Bobby <laughs> Skinner is uh, a wild card and we're, we're yes. kind of a wild card pair at times, me and him. So we streamed his bond hearing and there was a phrase that I never heard of. I never heard they were saying a phrase down and it was a Florida court. I never heard of the phrase. So I literally made like a minute and a half video on that phrase that was said over and over and over again during the bond hearing and people loved it. And what was it? I forget it was, it was, was really, it was related to bail. It was, it yeah. was related to, 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 pre-trial stuff. So um, <laughs> the, the way that we covered that. And I think that's kind of like a symbol for how we work at talking yeah. giants. If there's something that, that's happening with the giants we're going to cover it and we're going to cover it better than anybody that's and i think 100%. that's kind of why it's part of the reason why we, we are where we are with the with 100%. the giants
0: yeah i would assume that probably studying what you studied in college i mean you might not use the exact curriculum but definitely thought process and yeah. overall just strategy when mm-hmm. it comes because content creation is i mean it's like the wild wild west you're always learning something and you're always having to kind of adapt um which is essentially kind of yeah. what law is as well but but Dre and I were talking about this the other day. Like, my favorite class. And really the only – one of the only classes I actually gained something when studying journalism in college was my journalism law class. Yeah. Like, that's the only, like, one. So, I mean, they go hand in hand. Yeah, and
1: being a macro thinker, too, because especially me with, with with stats. Yeah. um, You know, thinking of things from the big picture. um, That, that I feel like – like, being a micro macro, I, I definitely feel like I am more of a – I'm more of a big picture person. This even comes with like, like content stuff. Like thinking of stuff like like the combine that I want to do bowling. Like I, I I'm, I think I'm good at thinking of like what is the story here. What are, what are we trying to pitch here? But then the nitty gritty details, and this is where I feel, I feel totally out of my element is the nitty gritty details of like, well, how is the execution of this actually going to happen? And that's where mm-hmm. I get kind of, kind of stuck on stuff. But being like just an overall big macro big picture thinker. Because my criminal justice was tied in with sociology as well. It was like the same department. Mm. Um, so I really, I really enjoyed that. Absolutely.
2: What did you want to do with your degree? Yeah.
1: So I actually, I interned, I, I interned in Washington D.C. the fall semester of 2018. I and that's where I actually I interviewed Jim from my roommate's closet. That's oh where I would. God. That's where I would record the first full giant season that I had bleeding blue. It was just good acoustics. It was a small space, but it smelled like feet. And <laughs> but I'm
0: imagining you sitting in a closet yeah. with you like headphones and like a microphone. <laughs> the
1: same, and it's also the, by the way, it's the same microphone that I have right now. So the, the Samsung QTU microphone. It's an awesome. It's like seventy dollars, sixty dollars. Uh, a very good USB microphone. It's it literally sounds like we're using one of these. I'm serious. But uh, so what I was doing in DC at that internship is I worked for a correctional inspection agency i love prisons and jails i i i love them um now they're not fantastic places and part of the reason why i i don't think they're like oh they're great and we should build more i i there's a there's barely any kind of supervision that goes on and how those facilities are ran how they're conducted it makes no sense that the department of corrections let's just say the department of corrections Runs their facilities, but they also inspect their own facilities when things mm-hmm. go wrong. Like mm-hmm. it, it it just makes just no, no There's sense. There's
2: no like checks and balances. Yeah. Accountability.
1: Yeah. The accountability. So that, so there was a DC governmental agency, not really, they were doing advocacy work, but uh, because they're a governmental agency, they couldn't be called advocacy. So I was interning there, and I would have loved to like do that where, wherever or whenever, particularly like maybe like in New Jersey. Um, mm. You know, so that's what I was doing in 2018, and I loved like I loved the idea of reforming and working with you know people who are incarcerated okay. and I you know residents. Um, you know, I call them call them residents. I don't I don't like the term prisoners, but working with residents on their issues of confinement, um, that's something that I was really attached to at the time.
0: Oh, wow. that's so interesting. It's so fascinating because I feel like we know like you here. Mm-hmm. We know a very specific version of you and so hearing this, it's like there's a whole nother side of you that yeah. we like literally have never even seen. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And my my latter years at college were were tough because I felt like I was really dealing with two different types of people. Mm-hmm. I had this dream that I didn't even until Bobby Skinner called me. And said, "This is an offer. Come join, Come be part of Talking Giants." I didn't. I didn't even know like that was a reality. Like I was just doing Bleeding Blue. I was mm-hmm. doing my own show, and we were we were growing well. My buddy David Powell and I. We were growing our own thing well, but it wasn't. It was going to take years. If we ever got to a point where it would be monetized in, in some kind of way. Right. And some we weren't even on YouTube yet. You know, that was a you know, that was a time where still even I think Jim in like 2018, 2019 was like, oh, I don't want to go on YouTube. I don't want to go on YouTube. Well, look, look at him now. Um, <laughs> you know? um, so, yeah. And I was dealing with in college with these two different kind of identities and these two different masks of being this person who's spending way too much time on a hobby and way too much time online. Um, and then also well this is your life and yeah. this is actually this is actually what your profession is is, is going to be and what your vocation i was yeah. using the, i was using those kind of words <laughs> a couple years ago what your what your going to be what you're going to give your heart and soul into so yeah. it was it was tough but i'm i'm very glad that i took the chance on myself to be like well i can do this as a full time job oh. i can pursue it um, you know we we worked we grinded and it's and it's not over that's also the thing too is i, I mm-hmm. again i still feel like i have like a shit ton of things to prove
0: so coming into a company, I mean, when you came into the company and really just when you became associated with the company in, you know, 2017, 2018, primarily baseball, and obviously we mm-hmm. touched on this at the beginning of the show, um, trying to branch into other things. So what was it like being – I mean, you were kind of one of the first – you and Bobby were the yeah. first non-baseball creators. So yeah. what like, what was that like and how has it been seeing the evolution of the company come to be?
1: Well, it's, it's awesome because, I mean, I – I recognize that without Jim and without the, the progression of kind of everything around us is that there, there is no us, right? Like we're, we're not able to do what we are able to do without how everything else has progressed. I mean, uh, progressed. However, though, I mean, I, I, I love competing. I love competing. Like, to, like today's we're, we record this on, on, on a Wednesday. Tonight's my bowling night. I, I, I don't get like mad I don't like curse. I don't yell. I mean, I'll yell at myself, but I just love competing, and I I get really really into it. So basically, and again, pr- proving myself when I when I joined, and you know, Bobby and I, we kind of take this same mentality of there's always something to prove. Yeah. Where I want to catch talking yanks. Yeah. Talking baseball, we're not catching. I want to catch talking Yanks. <laughs> you know, I, I and I want to be recognized, you know, whether it's by Jim himself, by John Boy himself, or it's, you know, our audience. I want to be recognized as, you know, we're, we're right up there. You know, I don't want this to be just... John Boy's company, and then everybody else that's kind of underneath. So that's, that's been our mentality for years is that, you know, we, we want to catch Talking Yanks. We want to be up there, um, you know, and and still like, uh, I I think it was a couple months ago where it's like, I want to catch Talking Yanks in the five star, five star, uh, five star ratings on the Apple Podcast app. And Jim's like, I don't even think that matters anymore. But it's like, I don't care. I want to catch Talking Yanks in it. Small victories. Small victories. So um, that's really what it's, what it's been, been like just from a standpoint of, um, camaraderie where we are we're, we're obviously together and it's not out of any kind of like animosity but I do want talking giants in our football coverage to be just as known as our baseball coverage here. like yeah. that's 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 the goal and that's kind of like what we strive for
0: did it ever make you uneasy like not covering baseball because I'm sure I mean at least for me I can speak from personal experience whenever I came last year which is crazy that it's almost been a year for you and mm-hmm. I which is insane but that was one of the biggest things it was almost kind of like an identity crisis of like i know i can talk about baseball but i was hired to do these other things mm. and those other things hadn't been done by anyone else in the company and so it was kind of this like back and forth of like okay well like should i even be here? like mm-hmm. it's this crisis and then this no they want me to be here so it's just like push and pull yeah. and i'm sure that you probably dealt with something similar to that
1: well i, I think i'm feeling that right now more than anything Um, because right now, and I would love, and I'd love to even just, just get to this, like, like talk and shop, you know, right now I've told Dan, the tech man, this, and I've told Jim this at times. It's like, I kind of don't know what I'm doing, (laughs) especially with now, like where, where we're trending as a company. It's not just analyzing sports, right? You know, with JM Entertainment, uh, the warehouse games, which I, I you know, I think packs like you and I feel a little bit more tied to JM Entertainment. The warehouse games is its own animal. It's yeah. breathing right now. It's it's operating with a very strong pulse. But we're we're putting together productions. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I have the years and years of experience since 2018 of. Talking about sports and creating content on social media, growing, knowing how to grow my own social channels, knowing how to grow my own YouTube channel, our our long form podcast platform, knowing how to grow that, and now you know we're at a point where you know we're 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 being tasked with creating productions. Mm-hmm. That's that's basically what it feels like. It's not film. It's not filmmaking. But we are tasked with well, how do we how are we going to put on these production these series? You know, these three episode, five episode series. So that's where it's like, and again, I have told Dan and Jim this, I do not know what I'm doing, but I really am looking forward to embracing that kind of opportunity of how to create that, whether it is the combine, whether it is some of the bowling stuff that I do. Um, I'm really looking forward to attacking that because it is new and it's also we can intersect that things with things that we absolutely love. I think
2: what's really cool is you guys being in other stuff like there was so many comments on the egg drop video of people just being like panic is a star yeah and like yes the way that blind taste test people love yeah and like the way that people react to you like as a sideline reporter people are like love that like i think what's cool about getting out of like just the sports and like analyzing sports like you were saying Mm -hmm. is seeing how much everyone just loves you guys as people yeah Mm -hmm. and that you can just like try other things and people respond well to it because you guys are building communities of people that just like you as people outside of, like, the analyzing sports thing. So that's been fun just to watch. Like, I read all the comments on YouTube on Jam Entertainment, and, like, the way that
0: everyone talks about everybody, it's just so funny and cool, and they feel like they know you guys, which they should. I was telling someone this the other day. This is the first place that I have ever been where about 99.9% of the comments on any video that I am either make a pop-up in or I host whatever – are all positive mm. and that has been at least for me the biggest struggle of like trying to essentially rewire my brain to actually realize that like we are supported here and we are allowed to actually try things and even if they do fail that's okay yeah. they try something else because anywhere else in the past that i've been it's been Yeah, try, but if you fail, then you're, like, not going to be able to try again for, Mm. like, a while because you failed. Um, But that's hard. It it is hard to essentially rewire your brain to be okay with this great idea not being great. Right. And then trying something else. It's just, like, that mentality of, like, a goldfish Mm. of just, like, well, let's see what happens. You have the support. You have the foundation. Why not?
1: Right? Absolutely.
0: But I think, like, seeing people's positive reaction to you guys should give you, like, encouragement
2: to be like, oh, I can try something. Yeah. Yeah. I I can try something out of the ordinary and, like, things I don't normally post or do because people are responding so well to anything that you guys are in.
1: And I think Dan, you know, Dan, again, when we're talking about these kind of new projects or, or, or new things that we want to start, Dan and Mike were like, well, what's the story? And I think just starting there. You know, I know Jim also said, well, what's the title and then what's the thumbnail and kind of starting at that point, too. But even like, what's the story that you want to tell? So uh, BTS, we just got off. Uh, we just got off a meeting with like NASCAR. And one of the things that I'm pitching to them and what was super helpful with even just trying to comprehend NASCAR is a sport that I loved growing up. I loved NASCAR and I adored Dale Jr. more growing up than I did like the Giants and Eli Manning. Mm-hmm. So it's like very, very cool. So how do I, how am I going to talk with these, with the sport and with the people that run the sport that I love so much? And how am I even going to comprehend like bringing, like just putting that, putting my, whatever ideas I have in a vacuum? And it's, well, what story are we going to tell? And like the story that I'm pitching there is like NASCAR isn't just a sport where you get in a car and you turn left and you no. press the gas. Like there's so much more that goes into it. And it's the same thing with the combine. Uh, it's not just running a 40 yard dash. Like, look at how tough it is for, you know, what these world class athletes do all the time. Look, like, look at the times that they run in the 40 here. Well, then look at my 40 time, you know, and, I, and I'm just an average Joe. Or even like, look at like Nikki Cass, who I, you know, who we hope is going to be there. Look at Nikki Cass run the 40 yard dash. Well, Nikki Cass is the most athletic out of everybody, but he still is X amount of seconds, X amount of time slower right. than the average NFL athlete that may even just weigh a little bit more than him. Bowling. Um, you know the 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 storytelling behind the bowling series that i want to do is you know look at you know kind of look at how complicated this is like i have a i want to bowl a perfect game and i want to do it on camera i want to i want to do it on camera so bad I've never bowled a perfect game i average like in the 190s but I, and I've been bowling since high school I've never bowled a perfect game before and I want to do it on camera so look at how tough it is to bowl a perfect game you know to, to get 12 strikes in a row so that that's the kind of stuff like in my brain right now with you know just telling a story in these videos um, that's where I'm kind of coming from like so look at look at how complicated this shit is but it's awesome you know're trying to work towards it
2: can we talk about your bowling league
1: let's yeah. talk about my bowling yeah. league yeah. yes tell us about it my my IRL bowling league or like my in real life. yeah my IRL bowling league so it's four people okay it's a 36 week league oh my so gosh. it's a long time it's a long time if, if you do a fall slash winter league, uh, you're you're in it for the long haul and you're also in it for the for the spring as well so it's a four-person team uh, it's' Deanna, who's my friend, Anthony, we call him Noodles. Noodles is also our Talking Giants iRacing driver. I love that. Oh. So we, we just we just started in like a Talking Giants iRacing team. <laughs> we stream on Facebook and YouTube. I thought it was awesome. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Um, so he, we're, we're on the bowling team together. And then it's also my buddy Michael, uh, my, Michael Boker. So it's the four of us every Wednesday night. Um, so the challenge with this league is – the four of us we're pretty good bowlers. Yeah. We're pretty good bowlers. Uh I have like a 190 average, my buddy Michael is like a 192 and then Deanna has a 207. Ooh, go so queen. she so what? she she's captain 1, Michael's captain 2, I'm captain 3, Noodles is captain 4. And we all we all have certain roles. Michael yeah. Michael's role is captain 2 is that he has to? He has very good penmanship, so he has to write down the scores. Uh, Captain three, I have to go to the snack bar and I have to get people drinks <laughs> and, and stuff like, oh, does anybody want anything? Or I'll get tater tots so everybody can share. N- Noodles, Noodles, Captain four, uh, just sh- show up. And then Deanna, Captain one, is show up and be good. Got it. Noodle, Noodles' expectation good. is that he doesn't have to be good, he just has to show up. Yeah. Captain one has to just show up and be good, and is very good every single week, but... So the challenge in that league is that we're pretty good. Everybody else is not good. So in bowling, you get handicap. You know the, the, The baseline is 220. If you have a 221 average, you're giving the other team one pin. If you have a 190 average, you are getting 30 pins to your handicap. So there's a lot of bowlers in this winter league. It's not a very big league, but we just wanted to bowl. We just wanted to do it where we're giving away a lot of pins so every fucking week it is just a climb it's a climb it's a climb it's a climb and it's very very frustrating that you we can all be bowling like 200s and we're still down by like 20 pins Got
2: it that's so annoying
1: It's very annoying oh. very annoying but I I love it so much I I yell I give the pins middle fingers um like if 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 I'm having a bad stretch and, or, or if I'm throwing the ball, there's nothing more fucking frustrating where if you're throwing the ball well, you're putting it exactly where you want it, you're, you're getting good marks, you're whatever, and then you're like leaving 10 pins, you're leaving pins on the rack, you're not getting the ball reaction. So sometimes when I just get that strike and it's a good ball. And I finally get the result that I want. I'll just throw up a middle finger and I'll walk away. <laughs> I, mean, I, I get, I get heated, but it's with myself. It's not like yeah, with anybody right. else. It's just I get heated like, like with with myself. So I, I love, it. I love, I love competing.
2: Do you guys have matching outfits? I was just about to ask that.
1: That that actually is something that we should plan out.
2: Because like you I know like a it. lot of bowling leagues, they get the like the button-up shirts. Up are shirts. Are cool. They're yes. so cool. Really cool. Yes. We should make a John Boy Media bowling well, shirt. Well,
1: no. So <gasps> so what we are going to Fun. do like the whole thing was uh, jim was very we were actually talking about this during the holiday party oh yeah jim jim was just very he did ask
0: me a question about (laughs) bowling at the holiday party yeah yeah yeah.
1: for whatever reason that night he was just particularly very invested in my idea (laughs) um (laughs) you know i'm there trying to talk to whoever he's like come here and bowling come here come here let's uh, content let's flush out bowling a one (laughs) a one pin (laughs) challenge and he's like oh yeah we'll be It'd be you, you, uh, you and we got ice, and, and Jack and Zoe, you have to beat both of their scores combined, or you know, there's like a single-pin challenge where you know, it's annoying for whoever's behind their place in the pin, but you know, we leave up a four-pin, and you got to get the four-pin. Uh, or if you leave up a five-pin, you got to get the five-pin. That's the only pin that's on the rack. Whoever has the most pins at the end of the game wins and, and, and shit like that. So, But when we do that, like Whenever we do, or it's, it'll be kind of after the combine. The next thing that I want to attack is kind of like our, our John Boy Media Bowling League and our John Boy Media Bowling content. We will be having jer- matching jerseys and matching stuff, yes. 100%. Do
2: you have your own ball and shoes? Oh my gosh, I do. someone in the chat just asked, do you have your own ball and shoes? I yes. do, yes. Do you, do you have a bag?
1: I have, a, I have two bowling balls. Um, I, have, I have two more bowling balls that's in a storage unit. So I have a total of four. Um, and I have my own shoes my own shoes they are from the year 2015 I need no, I need new bowling shoes they're like coming apart but I love them so what much color are they? yeah they're they're white and black very Ooh. very simple very simple but uh I, I, glide. I glide I have my them. own bowling ball you yeah. do
2: yeah isn't that weird I Why? love that I think like what? my like 10th birthday or something I just like you know when you're a kid you go to a lot of bowling yeah. like birthday parties lots it's like a of thing especially there's a, there's in a this thing. area mm-hmm. winter kids with birthdays in the winter mm-hmm. a lot of bowling parties I don't know. I got like, we were just going a lot and I just one year really wanted a bowling ball. You still I have it. think my parents got rid of it. Like my mom moved. I think she got rid of it. Had my name on it. It was like purple and yeah. green swirled. Yeah. I love it. Had that thing for a while. Are bowling Everybody balls expensive? I think it was like a hundred bucks. It was like a kid's one. They're, okay.
1: they're more expensive than anything. Cause also the thing is you got to get it drilled mm-hmm. and that's like 60 bucks within itself.
2: Oh, interesting. Cause like you get the ball, like they make the, the ball for you because you has to fit your fingers.
1: Yeah. You got to fit the fingers in the holes. <gasps>
2: oh. so like they make the ball for you like, i wanted like the purple and green swirl or whatever and they put my name on it but then you have they fit your fingers and then you have to yep. i just you just unlocked a memory that i forgot i had a bowling ball <laughs> I'm, like
0: i'm imagining you opening a birthday gift of a bowling like, ball I remember, as a small child really i remember excited. going to pick it out like it's i remember like, like that was joyous
2: i like <laughs> got it for christmas or my birthday one year like i remember going to the bowling alley and like picking it out because they have some of them have like the thing inside mm-hmm. where you can yeah. get it yeah like i I gotta ask my mom when this was and where my bowling ball is. Now
0: I want yeah. it. I hope there's a picture of you as a small child with a bowling ball. I feel like there has Grinning to be somewhere. My near mom, near. my mom took pictures Remember of everything. Sure. Would
1: I'll that not be a great way to interview somebody too? Bowling. Just yeah. Mm-hmm. Mike somebody up. Go bowling.
0: One thousand percent fun. Actually, yeah. Yeah. I have one more personal question for you, and then we're gonna move on to our draft. Yes. Um. Last personal question, unless they have something. Why Shania Twain?
1: Shania Twain is. The best person on planet Earth.
0: Which, for those who don't know, uh, Justin Pinnock is, without a doubt, the biggest Shania Twain fan She's my favorite person. Like, human being. Just a
1: human being. She's my favorite human being. She has been through a lot of shit. And also, just before the adversity that she's faced in her life, she's just... She's an awesome artist. Hmm. Like, the first, and I think only female country artist to like have triple platinum triple platinum diamond whatever you want to call it albums that are all back to back to back she has the ninth best-selling album of all time did you know that
2: that's crazy i learned that from you recently come that's on crazy. over come on really? over the
1: man i feel like a woman yeah. still the one uh from this moment on all those all those songs the ninth best-selling album of all time she might be the only female in the top ten that's not like an cool. artist, band, group, whatever. So I think she's the only solo female artist in the top 10 of all time. She really hit at the right time. Mm-hmm. I think the, the late 90s, early mm-hmm. 2000s, that was the last push for CDs. And also yeah. it, it, music videos are still obviously a big thing too, but her music videos were also just truly, truly iconic too. Um, She did uh, The Woman in Me was from egypt and there the, you should you can see the pyramids and she she's a beautiful woman too i mean she's she's just she a is. beautiful woman inside and out she is yeah. she is a beautiful beautiful woman but the adversity that she went through she grew up in poverty up in canada uh-huh. um ontario okay ontario um, you, or you're familiar I love with that canada he <laughs> yeah
2: sam, yeah canada. Sam, sam, canada? Our, sam our resident canadian yeah ontario is. canada
1: cool. so ontario canada she she grew up in poverty Her father was abusive. Uh, I think a little bit abusive towards her, but definitely to her mother. So she witnessed domestic abuse. Shania would perform at bars as a teenager. Like that was the only kind of venue that she can go perform at. So her mother would put her on stage late night at bars. And that's how she kind of started singing. Her parents died in a car crash while she was still a teenager. So she had to go to kind of like, it was like, The Las Vegas of Canada, I forget where, but the Las Vegas of Canada, where it was kind of like a little bit of a residency, and she, like, performed. She was part of, like, a show performance. She wasn't headlining, but she was part of a show performance. So that's how she kind of cared for her family towards her latter teenager years in her early 20s. So that eventually she goes to Nashville. She has all these years of song, all these years of songs and songwriting. Her first self-titled album, the label barely even lets her use her own songs. So then she's like, alright, this ain't for me. She meets this guy, Mutt Lang, uh, who's like this well-known producer, produced like Back in Black, Hysteria, yep. um, D- Def Leppard, C D C all these, all these very, very popular rock bands. She partners with Mutt Lang and they kill it.
2: The rest is history.
1: Come on Over. Um, or excuse me, the Woman and Me album, come on over, and then up. Um eventually, <laughs> after all this musical musical success, Mutt Lang. Cheats on Shania Twain. How the fuck? Oh, they get
3: together. Okay.
1: How yep. the fuck would you able, would you ever, cheat on Shania Twain? So they do get married. The, the producer and okay, yeah. Shania Twain. They do get married. Mutt Lang. Risky. Mutt Lang cheats on Shania Twain, which Shania Twain's best friend.
0: Yeah. Oh. Yeah, dude.
1: And it was a bad divorce. She got like Lyme's disease all in the middle of this. She like lost her voice. And
2: I don't know anyone that knows anything about someone as much as you know about Shania.
1: I've read her autobiography twice.
2: I
0: was about to say, I feel like documentary
1: that came out. There uh, there was a Netflix documentary that just came Mm -hmm. out recently, and this is this is kind of told a a little bit in there. But from this moment on, the her autobiography is brilliant just brilliant this is how i learned every you know every detail of her life so she really was going through the ringer when her husband cheated on her with her best friend as as one as one should and as one could so she eventually meets and then marries her ex-best friend's ex-husband and now they are the happiest couple ever and shania twain since then has made a comeback residencies at las vegas she's made another album um
3: is shania twain her real name
1: no, her Eileen. Eileen Twain is her is her real oh, name. And Eileen Eileen, I think it, it's it translates to like coming up or on the way up or or something like that. So That's
0: Eileen Regina Shania Twain.
1: Mm-hmm. There you go. Shania
0: is such a pretty name. Yeah. And
1: now and now she's back.
0: Do you love she's all so country back. music or just her mostly?
1: I, I'm a fan of nineties, nineties country, early two thousands country okay. for sure. But Shania, I mean Shania takes the cake. I would just listen to I would, my mom had like a Jeep Grand Cherokee. It was a gold Jeep Grand Cherokee in the early two thousands. And we had to come on over just blasting blast, blast them like, in the car.
0: Yeah, that unlocks some That's like awesome. childhood memories yeah. too for me. That's I, I will say Shania Twain songs. I mean, there's a handful of artists, but if you play any of those songs after midnight at literally mm-hmm. any bar, yeah. anywhere, yeah, mm-hmm. you are getting a crowd of very drunk people all singing these yeah. song yeah. together.
1: And I just love how empowering it is too. Mm-hmm. Like, what, her... like
0: I had a Shania, I had multiple Shania Twain songs on my uh, most listened playlist. That's my fan. She's great. I love. She's it. an iconic. All right. Time to do the draft. You guys ready to do a draft? We're going to draft best sports traditions. Now, this could be college. This could be pro. This could be any sport. Wherever your heart takes you, uh, we are going to do a snake draft. So, Pennick, since you are the guest. How gonna, many rounds are we doing? We're going to do five. Okay. Mm. I don't know if I have enough. Yeah. Mm. Maybe. We'll try three. Okay. <laughs> and then we'll see. And then and we'll then do, honorable three, and then do honorable mentions. we'll do honorable. Three and some HMs. Yeah. 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 Um, Pennick, we'll start with you, and then we'll go to Taylor, and then Sam will snake okay. this way. Okay, so first overall pick, your go. Tailgating. Nice. Okay. In general. In, in so general. you went that route. Okay. Yeah.
1: I, I. I. This is a. This is a power ranking of, not just necessarily, like what is the best sport tradition, but I like what I love.
2: Okay. Because I'm. Yeah.
1: I'm That's, an egotistical yeah. sports so person. Yourself.
2: You went general, not like team specific stuff.
1: Yeah. There's there's some like specific things and sports specific things, but tailgating like is my favorite thing because cool. okay. uh, I, as a Giants fan. The team has sucked over the last few years, so yeah. I'm not going to say going into the game is fun, but beforehand is very fun because you have no choice but to think about, all right, I'm here. I can't go anywhere. I'm going to think about the game. I'm going to think that we're going to win, and I'm going to eat food and drink whatever, do whatever, and yeah. that's it, number one.
0: I have been a Tennessee Vol fan my entire life, so mm-hmm. I know that feeling <laughs> very well.
1: I can't control what happens in there, and mm-hmm. I can't control very what very I got well. going on here.
0: You really got to find joy in small,
1: that's small right. things. It's
0: a good one. Good one. Taylor?
2: Um, I'm going to go with my new favorite Ooh. tradition, which is the trumpets at City Field. Yo, mm. that's such a good, good one. That's and good we one. have yeah. Edwin Diaz for the next five years, oh, so it's like just the that start. Really that's really great. So that's going to be my first one.
0: Can I say it really pissed me off? And granted, it's probably because it was Alabama that did it. There's nothing that made me more mad than when Alabama football is like, let's play the song. Let's act like it's our... Like, I, I'm not even a Mets fan, and I'm like I was like I just stay feel in your like, lane. Yeah, do something. Yeah. Else. Stay in your lane, man. Edwin Diaz, like and like Timmy Trumpet, like they loved it. Yeah, but not everyone else. No, no, that's a good one. Uh, my first one, obviously something Tennessee related. I mean, basically everything at the University of Tennessee, but uh, the Vol Navy, which do you guys know what that is? Mm-hmm. I saw it in my research. Same. So it's basically, um, for those who don't know, it's basically, um. Neyland Stadium is on the river. And basically people pull up their boats and all latch on together right like next to the stadium on the river. Uh, they stay overnight, they party, and it's like tailgating, but instead of going like tent to tent, you go boat to boat. Oh, that's cool.
1: That's so fun. Very yeah. cool.
0: One of like the coolest memories ever is I did a worksheet there and um on Vol Navy, first time I'd ever been, and it was like in 2017. And I got to interview Brett Favre and do like football toss, like in someone's like trash can on like one boat from like another boat. It's like the greatest thing. (laughs) Oh my god, we got to find that That clip. Got got it. It's on my phone. (laughs) (laughs) Saved forever. That's my first pick. Uncle John said Rocky Top is the
2: best college fight song there is. He said I hate how good it is.
0: That means so much to me. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
3: I'm gonna zoom in on I don't that, know that point. Why I did that? I mm. wish I didn't. Anyway, um, my first pick, which is, I mean, obviously the best tradition ever, is the roll call at Yankee Stadium. Like, um. I will not, I will not allow any slander against that or anyone arguing that's not the best thing. <laughs> she ever. will literally because leave the
2: show. It's I thought
3: so, <laughs> you were gonna say, and I will not elaborate. No,
0: there, and I was like, okay, okie dokie. No, it's just.
3: Truly the coolest thing ever Like if you really think about it The fans yelling enough that players acknowledge you Every single home game And it's something they know about and look forward to And mm-hmm. have a a distinct response Is the craziest thing It is cool I, I put it on my list Kyle reminded yeah. me of it
2: And I was like Sam's definitely going to pick that yeah. But I'll put it I'll write it down yeah.
3: It's simply the coolest thing ever Uh, And then I, I go again yep. right? My
0: number two will be um Throwing your hat for a hat trick mm. That's Good. just really cool that's good. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, my, I'm, I guess I'm going to stay with college football. Um, Texas A&M, Midnight Yell, which is quite possibly one of the creepiest and weirdest things I've ever been a part of. <laughs> I'm just going to say it. I'm just going to be completely honest. So, basic, do you know what it is? No. Oh, We need to get you down there. We need to have you experience this. So basically, the night before every single home game, and I think they do it away games too, and they just find a different location. (laughs) But the night before every single Texas A&M home football game, everyone, like students, faculty, family, alumni, neighbors, everyone goes to the football stadium at midnight (laughs) to practice their chants. (laughs) So they have those yell leaders, which apparently is, like, a yell leader is more popular than the quarterback of the football team at SEC school. Like, these, like, yell leaders are apparently the coolest people on campus. And so they're on the field, like, demonstrating their, like, calls, like, yay, woo, ah, like, all the things. Then there's, like, weird rituals where they'll, like, turn the lights off, and if you don't have someone to kiss, you're supposed to shine your phone light. And then you're supposed to find another phone light to kiss. And then randomly, they'll shoot off a freaking cannon. Yo, I'm telling you, I was, like, down on the field watching this at midnight, and I was like, what's going on? Like, people get into it.
1: So it's your second pick of best sports production.
0: Yeah, (laughs) I mean, because... There was someone, like, there were alumni on the field that were, like, 75 years old doing it. And oh, then there's, yeah. like, an 18-year-old, like, drunk off of cheap yeah. vodka in the stands, not going out to a bar, but going to the football stadium to practice a chant?
1: That's community right there.
0: Like, yeah. that's insane. It's
1: community in action.
0: You should look it up. It's um <laughs> it's quite insane. That's
1: how we're going to heal society. Yeah, Texas get, get,
0: A&M's get, yell leaders. Get
1: everybody in a stadium and just yell.
0: Yeah. And they, kiss. Yeah there's some <laughs> yell and kiss like, yeah i had like lights coming towards me i'm like what is th- what's going on so that's my number two fantastic um i think my number two which i just
2: discovered this year is that every avalanche home game they all sing all the small things by blink 182 oh mm-hmm. that's a good one i'm just a fan of the whole stadium singing anything yeah like, yes. when you see those clips in like the rain and like everyone yeah. is like singing something like there was a mr brightside one that came out a couple years ago like i'm just a fan yeah. of okay. the whole stadium singing. goosebumps Yeah, and the
0: fact that they do it every game, I think is so fun. Yeah. I love that. That's a good one. Mm -hmm. It's a great one.
1: All right, my number two.
0: Your number two and three.
1: My number two and three. Mm -hmm. I kind of have this as a pairing, but um, Bruce Buffer and Michael Buffer saying, let's get ready to rumble and then it's time Mm -hmm. before anything boxing and then UFC.
2: That's a really good one. That's Mm -hmm. good.
1: I aspire to be like Bruce Buffer. (laughs) Like, he... Mm -hmm. If Shania Twain's my favorite person in the entire world, Bruce Buffer's in the top three favorite people in wow. the in the entire world. Sam, I think you're you're number two. Um,
0: <laughs> Thanks. Take that. All nice. right.
1: Number three, drivers start your engines.
2: Oh yeah, Last I car. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's good. That's a really good one.
1: Oh, like like I, the right leg starts to get like I, I feel like I'm about to get out there and drive yeah. and do do something, but the right leg starts going. Especially if somebody get, gives a good driver start your engines and you mm-hmm. add some oomph to it, um, that's awesome. So that's my number three.
2: That's cool. That's a good one. I like that. Um, my number three is, I guess, like more personal. I um, when I was doing research, I learned this originally started with A and M, which I don't subscribe to because I only know it being a Seahawks thing is that they have a 12 flag Oh yeah! And all the fans go by like the 12th man 12th and man. they like have either like a former Seahawk or someone famous raise the 12 flag before every game and their like whole pregame thing is wild. They have a real hawk that flies out. Like its That's name's sick. Tama, like it's someone's hawk <laughs> and then like their song they're like running out song i don't know if everyone knows what it is it's i don't know what it's called it's like dun 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 mm-hmm. that oh, song. Yeah. they run out to that song it's like the most epic shit i've ever seen in person it's so cool so their whole like pre-game routine with like raising the flag that's the hawk the song like i just the whole thing love it that's a good one yeah
0: um minor kind of, cut this these two things are kind of the same um Nashville Predators throwing a catfish and yeah. Detroit Red Wings throwing an octopus. octopus. I did have that on my board Crazy. as well. The catfish, uh, st- that is a newer thing. I think it started in 2018 whenever they made it to the Stanley Cup in Nashville. I don't know when the Red Wings thing happened, but the interesting thing about the catfish and the octopus is that you can't just like openly like walk in yeah. to the, like they're hiding. Mm-hmm. It's like they're taping like an octopus to body. I saw their that recently and I body. was like, "What?" Yeah. Like, and it's not like a small one. Like there's a big ass one. So just imagine so like duct taping an octopus to your body.
1: Can't really can't really imagine that.
2: <laughs> Cuz of the music? What is line to walk in on? Jimmy walks in is it Jimmy? Yeah. right as Paxton says imagine yes. taping an octopus to your body yeah Sa- <laughs> Samus
1: st- Samus, started started play, uh, Samus started to play Samus uh, started to play music in the office on Wednesdays mm. and it's really lifted the energy of the office like la- was it last week or two weeks ago that it was like
2: love balance the women- the, no it. the Mikey's women's of back on. the that 90's women the really Celine right.
1: Dion Shania Twain I was in fucking heaven
2: ABBA the ABBA radio this morning everyone was singing oh, every single that's song that's a yes. good one it was incredible I'm putting Mikey's band back on Mikey's band also when I walked in I was like yeah, this, see, is Mikey's just b- playing. this is Mikey's band, and everyone was like, "I don't know." I'm like, "It is specialist, right?" Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: yeah. It nice was wizzle. so like so groovy, good vibes.
1: I think they're are they they're clapping because the music's you. back on. No, not yet. It's oh. it,
3: I I think I'm they're
1: cheering I'm, you on.
3: I'm trying, guys. <laughs> 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 All right, who has the next pick? Sam. Sam, um, that does. is me. Oh, and off. my last one will be. Um, this may be once removed from. Like a sports tradition. I don't want to forget the device. From a sports tradition, but um Olympians getting the Olympic rings tattooed. Oh after yeah. They go to the it, Olympics. Yeah, Cause I'm so incredibly obsessed with the Olympics. And I, I actually I think it was maybe yesterday, saw randomly just like on my Instagram a video of this some Olympic swimmer and she I didn't know who she was, I not know she was Olympian, got out of the pool and like on kind of like on her mm-hmm. thigh right here, had the, the rings. I'm like, that was stunning. Yeah, it's that's kind of st- like an, it's just an inside such baseball a cool, thing. Like, maybe work
0: badge of honor yeah that, uh, like it's just so cool i think that's definitely a tradition i mean i think it's like a like a tradition rite of passage type of thing yeah. like yeah. that i mean yeah if, if you don't go to the olympics and you get rings you're like who are you it,
2: i'd get that shit yeah. out of my forehead
0: yeah like i'd be like i went to the olympics <laughs> right? like no, holy
2: so moly cool. like, like i'd be telling everyone yeah it's the coolest thing ever yeah. that's a
0: good one That is a really good one. It's a good one. Thanks. You have any honorable mentions? Yeah. um,
3: Playoff beards in hockey. Mm. I'm also very into also all the whole stadium singing. I remember I went to University of Wisconsin Badgers game. (gasps) They did the... So I wasn't thinking of Jump Around. What stuck in my head was they do the fifth quarter and they all sing Build Me Up Buttercup. Yeah, that one's good too. Which was really cool. And then kind of off of that, the other one I had on my list was Sweet Caroline. Mm. Yeah.
0: That's a good one. Yeah. My... Honorable mentions, um, Duke fans camping out. Mm-hmm. I think that's a great one. Iowa football, waving to the Children's Hospital Whoa, every game. Oh, I love that. And that's the, a great one. Yeah. That, I love that one. And then University of Tennessee does Checkered Nealon, and then Penn State does the Whiteout. Out. Mm. Yeah. So I, I love when you... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like... I was a part of the first checkered kneeland and I was like there's no way a hundred thousand people are going to do this right And like just seeing yeah. that in person we got our asses kicked the first time but seeing that in person it's just like okay this, is, so cool. this is why I like love sports mm-hmm. yeah My honorable
2: mentions were I do love Bills fans jumping on tables mm, so it's just so something crazy. poetic about it It's just yeah. so buffalo mm-hmm. yeah. like it's just so upstate New York and I can say that as a New Yorker. Not from the city. They'll set it the is, table on
1: fire. Yeah, like they're just yeah.
2: wild. I love it. Um, and then one shining moment. <sighs> I don't know what that is. Like they play it for the um, March Madness. It's like mm. all the highlights from the season. Ah, gives oh. me like it's like about a whole it. montage, and they play it to the song "One Shining Moment." Mm. Cool. Um, That's yeah,
3: a good one.
1: That's I got to get more in it with the college, the college traditions. I really do.
3: They're top. They're top notch. Do you have any HMs?
1: I have um, fantasy, See, see, this is, I feel like in comparison, my honorable mentions are really bad. But fantasy football draft day.
2: Oh yeah, but that's t- for you. For, that's, like, that's This is this thing. is my list. But yeah. I feel like
1: I need to get out there because I am not a, I am not a big college sports junkie. Because I'll, just from a content perspective, I'm watching all the college games anyway for draft prep. Yeah. But that's just binging. It's not experiencing the game. Yeah. I'm just watching a player. And I'm watching a prospect. I need to experience it from the lens of well this is how awesome college sports game. are. Down
0: to an SEC game. So
1: we we we'll do I actually went to the Iron Bowl this year. Really? I did. I did. I had a great time. I mean it didn't really mean much Auburn was bad and Alabama was already out of the running mm-hmm. for the SEC and out of the running for the playoff but still that was just a, it was just an awesome time. So we do have to experience an SEC SEC game together. Fantasy football draft day. Um, I also have a surprise nobody said opening day of baseball is yeah. is, is is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. 100 percent, pretty cool
2: yeah you just get like the you you wake up and there's just like the jitters yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. like it's it's, back yeah you can like feel it in your fingertips it's like weird yeah
1: Yeah, i'm not a i I don't consider myself like oh i'm gonna i'm gonna be an avid baseball watcher from game one to 162 but opening day of baseball is pretty cool because it's just one of it's just one of those things at least you know me as like a like the average baseball fan is it's one of those things of you know, I could watch it one night. I could not watch it the other night, but I just know that it's always happening and it's mm-hmm. always there. Yeah.
2: It's like a mark. It's like a year marker. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like you know where you're at in the year yep. when it's opening day. Yep. You know, it's just like, oh, shit,
0: it's already opening day or like. Yep. Weather's going to yeah. get warmer yeah. and shit like that. 1000 1,000. Yeah. And op- I just like when baseball's back because I know I can always have sports on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like this stretch of when I'm like, I can only have a game on at night and like maybe not every night and all the. I don't like it. I like knowing I can have a game on at any point, all
2: the time.
1: Yep. I love it. agreed.
0: Love it. Well, great draft, guys. Great draft. Great episode. Great episode. Thank you.
3: So informational and educational and enlightening.
2: Honestly. So much about bowling, so much about Shania. And we learned so much. Law. We covered so many topics. I feel like I I talked too much. This is this is why I want to produce the show. This is why we brought you the good thing.
3: This is
1: why I want to produce the show. I don't even want to I don't even want to have a camera. I don't want to have a camera. And I want to hear the three of you no, we every week. You to talk
3: the whole time. Yeah, the
2: people want to know you. <laughs> yes, we didn't know so many of these things At the
3: first Talking Giants event, everyone's like, "Oh, like so how like how Talking Giants happened? Who was first when they come on?" And I was like, "I don't know." <laughs> and it was fascinating to learn. Yeah, I and never that's, would have guessed. Any, and any point in that story, I would not have known. And yeah. that's
1: part of what we we take a lot of pride in too. I, I didn't mention this, but we take a lot of pride in kind of. Hey when we need something from the company or we're going to ask but we try and be self sufficient you know that's that's definitely what we try to do so again the you know ha- ha- being on here was was very cool so thank you to the three of you and then also you know these last two weeks where you know it, it's been like a between Talking Giants and John Boy Media kind of all getting together it's been the most uh uh camaraderie that I've mm. felt and the closest that I felt with the company doing these doing yeah. these live events the last two weeks so so thank you and thank you to so watch fun. thank you for watching <laughs>
0: Subscribe to Talking Giants. Yes. yes, subscribe to Talking Giants, and also this episode is going to be going up on the podcast app. It's going to be the first one that wow. goes up.
1: Oh. Big stuff. Huge. Big stuff.
0: Unless I fail miserably and can't figure it out, but no. I'm aiming no. to. Do we it. have faith in her. We yeah. have faith. So, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.